podcast episode. I don't know which number, 15-ish? Uh, this one's checking in, not from the car, but from the backcountry. I am, it's day two of three-day backpacking trip with Charlie, just Charlie and I. We're on the west side of the Tetons in the National Forest, uh, and Charlie is asleep in the tent, midday nap. Uh, beautiful, beautiful day, beautiful place. This is literally like a family backpacking paradise. Uh, super special. Um, and that it's so close to home is over the top. I mean, people come from all over the world to be here, and and we drove 20 minutes from the house. Uh, and it's working out just right. Quiet times great trails uh amazing scenery just enough adventure this isn't is a trip i've not done exactly before actually very little of this have i ever hiked i've skied around in this vicinity but never uh never hiked through so there's a little bit of learning curve with the uh campsites and and such but that just adds to the adventure i suppose uh much of this has been on just regular Forest Service trails. I'm looking. I, I did done like 12 miles so far in these two days. Uh, not a ton of mileage. And about four of those miles are on the Teton Crest Trail. And so a third of the mileage on the Teton Crest Trail. And uh, probably 95% of the people, maybe a total of 95 people, <laughs> on the crest trail in those four miles um crazy crowded a super highway of traffic which is especially striking given how few people have seen off of the off of the trail i'm looking across the valley at the mount meek pass right now and watching a giant uh pack train navigating that pass off the death canyon shelf uh, yeah, special time. It's it's work, of course, to uh, be out with Charlie like this on my own. Backpack is 41 pounds, and Charlie herself is almost 16. Her carrier is about a pound. Um, so, yeah, looking at close to 60 pounds of, of stuff. Uh, the chest carrier carry mode is, is not super comfortable at all any longer for me she seems to like it still but it just like drags down on my shoulders um i think she's time to graduate to a backpack carrier once we acquire such a thing uh scheduling naps and feedings and juggling all that stuff is effort of course but it's not nearly as bad as i thought uh we're working hard to get her a good sleep. Neither of us slept well last night. We'll sleep better tonight, both of us, I'm sure. Um, this nap right now is proving to be long and hopefully quite effective. Uh, yeah, those are sort of the, the, the costs, if you will, of doing this sort of trip. But the benefits are, are just unreal. It's the greatest privilege to just spend these immersive hours in immediate proximity 
with my offspring and doing things together. We're literally doing things together. She doesn't know the difference. It's one way to put it and probably is the case, but also like we're just doing this thing together. And in as much as, as we're human doings, this is awesome to do things together. And also we're just existing together, taking care of each other, human beings. So kind of, the whole the whole family experience here all wrapped into one well well worth it the hassles are in the grand scheme of things quite minimal which which prompts me to like think about uh the ha- the, the the a bit of a pattern in in the world right people get into people do outdoorsy things and then they have kids and do less outdoorsy things and on one level, that's intuitive and, and understandable. I mean, few people have made, made the commitment to the outdoors in terms of lifestyle that I have. I think few people like it as much as I do. Um, but at the same time, it's not actually that much more complicated to keep going outdoors. Having a kid is super complicated. Going outdoors isn't that complicated, really. Uh, you can make it as complicated as you want. But it's really not that complex. Uh, having a kid is the complicated part. What I'm doing today in each of these hiking days isn't really that much different than what I do at home. I hold Charlie. I uh, feed her. Figure out how to get her a nap. Uh, all the appropriate naps and get her the appropriate food. Uh, I'm just doing the same things I would be doing at home but outdoors and as it contains as it compares to a backpacking trip it's it's more complicated of course backpacking trip sends offspring uh more complicated but not by a ton i'd say the the complex choice is, is having a kid in the first place that's that's my point here is that i think it's a little bit i wonder what the deal is with kids interrupting outdoor pursuits when it's the kid it's adding a kid to your life is complicated no matter what adding a kid to an outdoorsy life is marginally a little bit more complicated um yeah it's just a thought there and I, I guess I'm pretty uh pretty immersed in outdoorsy things so my perspective might be a little skewed but moral of the story is this is not as uh difficult as i had as i had feared and it is at least as special as i ever dreamed of hoping for ever imagined dream ever dared to dream of it's pretty cool uh sort of the gist of things from out here. Everybody we see is very uh, impressed with little Charlie and how cute she is and her little carrier and such. Um, yeah, and the nuts and bolts, I'll, I'll revisit that thought that I, I carry a regular backpack on my back and, I, and she's strapped into a commercially made chest carrier 
thing. It's a, it's a carrier that'll carry her facing me or facing away. And both those options are nice to have on the, on the table. But what it adds up to is, is a lot of all her weight on my shoulders. Uh, and it, it makes it harder to get the backpack weight on my waist as well. So it's quite an uncomfortable arrangement. And like I said, the, the next move and a move that it well, is imminent for us is to put her in a in a dedicated rigid backpack carrier she's ready for it i'm definitely ready for it it'll complicate some things we'll keep the chest gear in the mix of course for other scenarios but for long miles on the feet uh the chest carrier plus a big backpack solution has has run its course we've got an ultralight tent and it's been set up and taken down or in and out of it a lot then this ultralight tent works well if you're just a normal adult getting into the tent once at the end of the day falling asleep and then getting out of it at the beginning of the next day but with two of us in and out multiple times per day the the ultralight construction loses its its appeal i wish i had a more sturdy tent uh just for durability's sake um like i said it was about 41 pounds in the backpack i can picture taking maybe six or eight of those pounds out now that i'm out here doing it we brought too much food too many clothes for charlie especially she's tipped past the tipping point of spitting up which is what consumed a lot of clothes been in the habit of carrying around two sets of clothing for her for every single day because she spits up so much or had been spitting up so much but she's basically not spitting up any longer doesn't need nearly all of the clothes i've brought her uh i brought an entirely extra sleeping bag she has a sleeping bag i have a sleeping bag and then we have an extra third one that's totally unnecessary uh yeah learning curve there um if it were raining or something the extra gear would probably be nice uh it's hard to imagine what to do with the baby in the rain uh it's hard enough to keep an adult dry and, and functioning in back in the wilderness in the rain and i just don't think we'd get nearly as much done we'd be just sitting around a lot inside the tent if it were raining with any regularity thankfully it's not raining not been raining no rain forecast oh yeah that's the stream of consciousness uh for today oh today's the i don't even know what 16th of august yeah gotta be 16th she turns six months exactly tomorrow on the 17th of august uh so she's today she's finishing her first half a year and we're excited developmentally she's accelerating in her milestones moving around more babbling some um, spitting up less all the things that they tell you happen around six months are, are pouring in now psyched on that thanks for listening in oops another thing before before signing off I need to mention of course that, that Rosie's not here I suppose I, I made that, I alluded to that or implied that, but Rosie is getting her, her first 
um, full days and nights without Charlie. Uh, and I sure hope that's going well. It sounds like it is. We're texting to some degree, and Rosie was simultaneously excited and apprehensive about it. Understandably so. Uh, yeah, it would be a heck of a lot more fun if Rosie were here. But it's also very special to be just Charlie and I. And that's that was by design. You know, I, I asked for this. We've, we've done it with Rosie as well. And that is an awesome thing. And this is special in its own way, too. Uh, yeah, it seemed a little weird to not mention that at all uh, in the first part there. But, uh... Here's the here's the mention. Shout out to Rosie, getting getting some Rosie time at home after after six six months of full immersion. She gets a little break, and then together we have a break coming up for a, a, a change in scenery. We're going back east, vacation for three weeks, where we'll have a steady stream of other cousins and adults around to to, to share the load. And as we take on additional load associated with travel. Um, but like hiking, a travel day with Charlie isn't that much different than a home day with Charlie. She, at this age especially, she requires most of our attention. And that's the same whether we're at home with her or on the trail with her or in an airplane with her or with family with her. Uh, that's uh, that's sort of part of the point I was trying to make earlier. That she demands all our attention, no matter what scenario we're in. And it's, 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 it's been my hope to go to lots of different scenarios where I can pay attention to her. Another addendum here hours later now uh two things first it, so it's bedtime on night number two and charlie's just gone quiet over there in the tent uh and it definitely takes longer out here than back at home wait charlie's a good sleeper at home we put a lot into it we also got lucky but the different environment out here does not suit her well or just is harder uh but our experience in the past is that the, the second night is always better than the first, and the third night's even better than that. Um, and that's been that's already the case for this trip. Uh, but yeah, last night, first night, our first night did not um, not go super smoothly. But it's going better now already. I'll crawl in there shortly and probably wake her up again. But I'm guessing she'll conk right out next funny little thing uh notice geology in a different way with the baby every single transition requires putting her down on the ground and i've got a little cushion i do so with it's always handy but learn to pay attention to more to uh what the substrate is uh we went up teton canyon and back heading back right now along the Teton shelf. Oop, there's Charlie crying now. Uh, and Teton Canyon itself is granite. 
and like smooth granite slabs are awesome because there's nothing for her to grab a hold of and eat. Uh, you can find a little dish that she can't roll out of. Then like Sunset Lake was smooth, dense, rugged tundra type vegetation. That was really good too because you couldn't get at the dirt, weren't pine needles. Uh, one of the worst substrates for the baby is like the floor of a fir forest with tiny little pine needles. It's really nice for walking, really nice for sleeping on, but she just immediately grabs a fistful of pine needles and, and throws them everywhere and into her mouth and all over her face and down her diaper and all over the place. And then here the limestone topography is just kind of sharp and pokey everywhere and I mean, it's you, it's kind of nice for walking and running because it's small bits of rock, but there's no flat spot. We had to, every every time we had to kind of scuff a little flat spot to set her down. The same with sleeping and such. So it's just a different different experience with the with the geology. Pay more attention to it, and it's sort of unique that we have multiple types of geology in a short hike here. Um, but yeah, just a funny observation.